Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. something a little different uh we're here with our friend patrick he's calling in he's got some weird stories he'd like to share with us and we are here for it so whatever you want to talk about patrick the floor is yours and we are here okay so when i was 18 i moved up to uh, southern oregon and got in with the fire department there um i was there for a little over three years um and with the fire department, it was what's called a combination department. So um, some of the people there were paid. Some of them were volunteer. Some of them were paid on call. Um, I was in an internship where I, because I was going to college at the time, I lived there. So my job was to cover calls at nighttime. Um, so when you're in the fire department, every department's a little bit different, but you kind of have to go through basic training and learn everything you know, that goes into being a firefighter and stuff like that. And, um, I took a couple months for me, but I went through it. Um, and with each progression in your career, you get bumped up to certain apparatus that do certain things. Like you could be on an ambulance to begin with, then you move up to an engine company, then a truck company or a rescue company, whatever, whatever the case was. But, um, it just so happened that I had passed all the qualifications for a rescue um, engine and I was on that. And I had never done a ride along or anything like that um, before being in the fire department. So I was always kind of a go getter, you know, athlete hunter and, you know, nothing really scared me at all or still doesn't to this day. But um, the very first call I was ever on um we were just hanging around the fire station and all of a sudden the alarms go off and we got called to a head-on collision on a highway in um where we operated 
Um, and in this highway, it was two lanes going north, northbound and southbound. So there are a total of four lanes, but there was no center divide. Um, so um, at the time, we only had enough people to staff one engine. Um, and that was the engine that I was on. So we rolled up onto the scene and it looked like a bomb went off. It looks like what you could imagine. So I've seen something like in Iraq, um, just debris everywhere, people standing around, um, lane blockage. It was just a nightmare. So that was kind of my introduction into the you know first call, which is to this day, it's one of the top five most dramatic calls I've ever been on. But um, as it turns out, there are three car, cars involved. Um, the driver going southbound had fell asleep at the wheel and he had drifted over on the oncoming traffic and hit two other cars. Well, the, um, the car that I ended up working on, um, it had two passengers in, in it, um, the driver and his wife. Um, it was a giant mess. Um, it's kind of like the stuff that you see on TV, but just a lot more graphic because TV kind of leaves stuff out that, you know, is just too graphic for people. Um, got there, um, got in the car with him. And at this time in the fire department, there's what they call alarms and the alarms signify the amount of vehicles that are going to come. It's like, um, as the intensity of the call increases, then the amount of the calls increase. So at this point we had a three alarm, three alarms call calls for this. And if I remember correctly, it was something around four ambulances, two battalion chiefs and six or seven engines there. So it was, it was a big deal. Um, both highways were shut down, but got into the car, um, got the wife out. She was kind of, bruised up and banged up but it wasn't a big deal and then got to the driver her husband um got in there and it was bad um steering wheel was crushing his chest um he had a um his bone was sticking out of his leg um his arm looked like an s because it was broken multiple different places but he was still conscious and talking so i sat in there for with him um for a good 45 minutes while everyone worked to kind of get him out. We ended up cutting the car in pieces to get him out. And uh, when we were able to get him to the point where we were going to get him out of the car, we put him on a backboard and I held his hand and he passed away within seconds of being um, us, us getting him out of there just because the internal bleeding was just so massive that he just bled out that pressure from the steering wheel was just basically cauterizing the, the bleeding and holding him there. So he passed away. Um, and that night getting back to the station, um, kind of decompressing and going over, you know, talking about things and kind of wrapping my head around, you know, what had happened. Uh, I forget the time. I want to say it was somewhere around like one or two o'clock in the morning, something like that. Um, get up to go to the bathroom and to get to the bathroom, you have to walk through the common area, which is, um, it's just a regular rectangle building or building that the room was rectangle also. And, you know, you had your typical couches and sofas and TV, and then had a group of, um, those fold out tables. Um, so you could like look at a whiteboard and sit there and have classes and stuff like that, um, for training. And 
remember playing his day, um, walking out and looking up and I'm not going to use the guy's name, but the, the dude was sitting right there at the, at the tables, the, where we sit and do classes, he was sitting there and smiled and waved. And I, you know, threw my hand up real quick, like, Hey, and went to the bathroom and keep in mind, like I'm in the middle of like sleep. Like this is, I'm not really fully conscious right now at this time. And, um, you know, take care of my business. And about halfway through taking care of my business, I realized who it was and he's dead. And I stopped and kind of had like a little mini panic attack because like all those movies that you, you know, see growing up, like ghosts and stuff like that, you start freaking out and you're like, Oh my God, this, you know, what do I do? Kind of a thing. And, uh, I sat there for a couple minutes just trying to figure out what, you know, what I was going to do. And I just kind of nutted up and walked outside and he was gone. Um, but the chair was pulled out a little bit, like, you know, someone got out of a chair and didn't shove it back in and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, that was that, that was my, uh, that's my ghost story. I, I couldn't even imagine having or being involved in something so traumatic like that. No, I, I don't have anything that I can even remotely relate to as far as that kind of trauma goes. It's to me, it almost, it almost feels like he was like giving you a th- like maybe a thank you for yeah. staying there with him, you know, in the last minutes of his life, you know, yeah, pro- providing whatever that, kind of comfort he could. Yeah. And that's the way that I took it that, you know, after I took, I took it that way, you know, a couple of days later after I kind of like just processed it all, but still like to this day, like that place was kind of weird though, too, because we had those old school lockers, you know, the, the metal kind. And um, those things would, open and close sometimes and lights would turn off and on but that was just something entirely different but with this guy it wasn't it wasn't scary like it wasn't it wasn't like he was attacking me or anything like that he was just sitting there and he just waved and smiled and um the weird thing was is it was like when i think back on it now it was he was he wasn't translucent it was like he was there but it it's like if you picture like how we're if you just look at our bodies like we're the density and like we're a hundred let's just call ourselves a hundred percent he was more like 75 percent there and 25 percent kind of like weird translucent kind of a thing but you could see him it was just bizarre and uh, yeah. i bet i and bet yeah, was, and and respect you for being a first responder uh that's that's a heavy job period the end i've I've known a couple people in that end or yeah in that field and they have a lot of unpleasant stories so so much respect for you doing that um i'm with steve though i feel like dude was just coming back to to basically say hey man you know thanks for being there with me and providing what comfort you could give me in my last minutes you know like steve was saying I, i feel like that is or maybe even maybe even almost like he he knew that that was like your first big traumatic call and that maybe you weren't 
you were having a hard time struggling and processing what had just happened and maybe that was him coming coming through to be like you know what you did all you can thank you yeah you know trying to maybe provide you some comfort the same yeah, way that heavy. you provided him yeah and you know i i hope that's i hope that's what he intended because that's basically the way that i took it i mean i know that my time in the fire department um with the stuff that i've seen um I've got a ton of stories about all kinds of shit like that, but the, the amount of t- traumatic things that you experience, um, it kind of dulls. And I would imagine it's the same for um, law enforcement. It's the same for um, healthcare providers with the amount of death and trauma that, you know, they see, but you kind of get desensitized to um, people losing their shit and death. Um, like there's been so many times where I've come across car accidents and they're bad and, people are losing it and i'm just like okay it's just another day let's get this you know let's get this taken care of and move on with our life kind of a thing it just in a way it kind of sucks it's like it kind of stole something from you but i don't know it's hard to explain yeah it's like your your brain almost has to unplug it oh yeah 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 you have to i mean because you know being on the outside looking in i couldn't do it i especially like Especially being a first responder, you know, we're from a small town, so I could only imagine. I eventually, I would, I know that I would come across somebody that I know in a bad yeah. situation, and that would me- that that would mess me up. Yeah, that'd be the worst. You know, and but I, I get what you're saying. Like over time, and like Steve said, you, you almost have to, or you're not going to be able to function properly on a daily basis. You're not going to be who the inj- injured person needs you to be. Cause you gotta be focused. You can't yeah. be freaking out with them. Cause then, cause I know how I am. And if my doc, cause sometimes my doctor will ask me like a weird ass question and you're like, why? And he doesn't give you an answer. You're like, Oh shit. Great. Something bad's <laughs> happening. This guy, this guy, I'm dead. I'm dying. That's it. I'm dying. Kyle's web MD in himself. <laughs> right. You know, and, you know, and you can't afford that. Like, cause I, I can be a hypochondriac in those situations where if you're, if you're not on your shit, if you were freaking out because I was so hurt, I would be losing my shit. I'd be like, Oh, Oh, great. I'm dead. It's over with good riddance world. You know? Yeah. Kind of the way that my brain works now is it's, it's kind of like a math equation. It's like every different thing can kind of be broken down into steps where it's like, okay, if you know, you have cardiac, you know, a cardiac issue or you have, you know, you're stuck, or you got an amputation or, you know, something along those lines. It's like, okay, these are the steps to get this taken care of. Let's get this done and move on. It's just, it's just weird. You get really desensitized to it. And I don't know. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. You have to really just, it's almost sociopathic in a way. It's like, you have to just not, you show compassion, but you don't get worked up. It's, it's just weird, man. It's hard to explain. It is, it is kind of nice having like, because to me, him him coming back and just giving you that little piece of solace on that like absolutely terrible night, even just his little hand, his hand nod, just to be like, "Yo, I know you did all you could do. Thank you for what you did." It's kind of a breath of fresh air in in our realm because you always oh, hear yeah. so much negativity negativity applied to the paranormal, like everything's scary, everything's out to get you, everything's terrible. But then you come across stories like yours where it kind of it, it like personalizes it. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it makes it, it just makes it. It reminds me a lot of, 
like when I lost Ernie and I had that, you know, hard day, but whenever I played a song came on the radio and I was like, this one's for you, buddy. And I had that feeling of clarity come over me and it was almost like he was putting his hand on my shoulder saying, I'm okay. Everything's going to be all right. Like Steve said, we don't have, we don't, you don't hear those stories very often. And it is a breath of fresh air hearing a more positive take on the paranormal, which in hindsight will bring me around to, you know, cause me and Steve, we always have this conversation <coughs> regarding ghosts and what they are or what they could be. And, you know, sometimes it the conversation goes to interdimensional beings and then sometimes it's this and that. And then you hear these stories where they're very personal and it makes you re-question the avenues you were going down. We're like, well, wait a minute. Well, makes it makes it feel more human. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I used to be, I don't know, I think people kind of make up stories in their heads, you know, with their belief systems that kind of just help them process you know death and stuff like that oh yeah definitely because like i used to be as a kid i used to be terrified of death terrified like i used to wake up you know that dream where you have where you're falling and all of a sudden you just snap out of it and you're you're freaking out i used to get those with thinking about dying and as a kid i used to get that but now um your guys's podcast and you know tony's um yours especially though just the the broadness of all the subjects it kind of like it it's all for me it's like it's all starting to mesh together like it's all kind of starting to make sense and for me like i i'm even though i was raised um you know christian it's i my outlook has changed a lot on life i don't i don't buy into the narrative that really that i don't believe everything that the bible says i just with you know so many translations and contradictions and stuff like that i just don't view it that way but you know when we talk about interdimensional or time traveling and stuff like that like for me now my view on death is i'm not too sure that we actually it's just a blank screen like the signal cuts out when we die i i'm kind of thinking that it's like we slip into another dimension or we call it a dimension whatever the case may be but i'm starting to think it's something along those lines well, I love it, dude. Um, because I'm, it's like the way that the way that you know when we look at like there may be there may be like with the thing that happened to me, if that was obviously him, there was no question about that. That was him. But then when we look at situations like that, then when we compare it to um, you know poltergeists or possession and stuff like that maybe that's a different dimension trying to get in. Like maybe that's where all the bad ones are. If you want to call that hell, I don't know. But with, for as many people have seen ghosts and stuff like that, it, it, I, in so many different, there's a couple of different religions where they talk about reincarnation and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't think we die. Like, I really don't. I don't think, I think we slip into somewhere else. I'm with you. Same. I'm, I'm with you on a lot of levels there. And I mean, right off, you know, to spear off what you were saying, uh, believe me, me and Steve have a lot of conversation outside of the podcast and it is bizarre how much stuff falls in line with each other. Like even just outside of like, you you can branch off from the Winnego to, to the Bigfoot and everything 
Like they're just they're puzzle pieces to this big puzzle that we're all trying to put together. And then I I was always raised Catholic, and the older I got, and I come from a fairly religious family, but the older I got, I'm like you. I don't I don't buy into everything that was taught to me. I don't feel like I need to do certain things and this, that, and the other. I do, however, believe that there is some type of, uh, I guess you could call it a, a higher power or, or something. There's something out there. I, I feel that in my soul that there is something out there. What it is, I don't fucking know. I don't honestly have a clue. But I am also with you. I don't think that when we die... It is that blank screen. I, I'm like you. I think we go somewhere else. I think this is just the first step to our journey. Or, I mean, it could be the third or fifth or tenth. We don't know. But nevertheless, and then there's been scientists who've theorized that, you know, energy ha- is forever. Energy keeps going. And if we are made of energy, then we're going to carry on. And it kind of falls into, like, how we perceive time. You know, Time, time is this construct that has been put forward to us and we everything that we know and think about revolves around how, how we perceive time. Time, like in our brains, we find time is like a garden hose. It starts, it goes, it ends. You're born, you live, you die. Yeah. It's just one common stream. What if, what if time isn't like a garden hose, but it's like a layered ocean? Like every, everything that is happening to you is happening all the time forever. And sometimes those layers kind of intermesh with one another. Well, I, I theorized you know what that I mean? when it came to Does dreams. That make sense? Yeah, because like one day I was sitting around thinking and I was like, what if some of our dreams are us tapping into other, ver- like the parallel version of ourselves? Like, because a lot of times you'll have them, like he was saying, you have that dream where you're falling and right before you hit, you wake up. Or you have a dream where you're being chased by Joe Schmo down the street with a knife, and yeah. and then you have which some of them can be some some of them can be equated to a movie you watched the other day or this, but sometimes you have these out of fucking nowhere, like these hyper realistic, the ones you wake up and you feel like they are they were real. You wake up confused. I've had a couple of them where I w- I've woken up and I've gone. No fucking way! I won the lottery. Holy shit! And then <laughs> you look in your and wallet, then it, and, then, and then it sets in, and you're like, "Oh, it was just a fucking dream." Yes. Why does it feel hyper real like that? And if you if you look at like theories about uh, timelines and stuff, that everything is happening all the time, all at once. There's in, there's infinite possibilities. It could be that that traumatic experience on this timeline of that man dying could have thinned the veil enough to where the timeline right above him, where he survives. He just pokes his head through and he's like, yo, thanks for taking care of me on this plane. That's you know so what I mean? Bizarre. Like he just yeah, drops we, through and he's like, thank you. And then he just pops right back up. Yeah. You, you know how like you're talking about timelines and stuff like that. The only I've never really given it that much thought, but the closest thing I can compare it to is you ever like go on like a trip or you're, you know, you're driving into town or something like that. And you stop at the gas station to, you know, go to the bathroom or buy something or get gas, whatever the case may be. But then you go and you get back on the road and, you know, five miles down the road, there's a big old accident or something like that. And there's people dead or something, you know, something along those lines. And you're like, holy shit, if I would have if I wouldn't have gone there, that would have been me. Yep. I've had that happen. Dude, I had so. So I had a uh, I had a guy shot right in front of me. Um, 
it was just a random thing that happened. It turns out I knew the guy, but um, literally it wasn't a drive-by. It was a walk-by. These two dudes came up out of nowhere and just started blasting at this house. And it turns out he, at the time, at the time it was my ex-wife's, it was my ex-wife's cousin. And I didn't know it. I had no idea it was him, but it was, it was just him. Um, And after it was all said and done, um, I remember sitting there thinking, I'm so lucky that at the time, because I remember stopping before I got to that point because I was out for a walk. I remember stopping at a certain point and being on the phone with a friend and, you know, standing there talking to him but instead of walking and talking. And I remember thinking to myself, if I would have been walking and I wouldn't have had that phone call, I would have been right there with him because if I would have seen him in his front yard, I would have sitting there been talking to him and I would have gotten shot too. Yeah. So you're talking about like timelines and stuff like that. Like yeah. that's where my brain goes. I'm yeah. Like, let's, let's expand on that for a second because have you ever, because I, I have a relatively dangerous job and, and yeah. the job doesn't have any, really a lot to do with it, but how many times throughout your life where you've had those instances where you've had like, Oh shit. If I was like driving, if I was a second sooner, I would have got fucking T-boned. Yep. If it, if it, I think it, about that where a lot. it almost to a degree, if you if you look back enough and you you see them, you almost ask yourself. I'm currently asking myself two questions: Is there somebody watching out for me, or is it more or less was it fate for me not to be like my time is is not yet. It is not like that wasn't my time to die. So. Was there a reason that I was delayed that second? Was there a reason you stopped to talk to your buddy versus walking and talking? You know what I'm saying? And, like, oh yeah. And, and, but see, I understand what you're saying, and I, I I can see both both sides of that of that coin. It's bizarre. But then, but then that brings in the question because then if we're looking at it that way, then it's like okay, then there if that's the case, and there's someone looking out for you, there has to be something upstairs. There has oh, for to be. sure. Yeah, so I'm not. Like, ar- I'm not arguing that at all. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. When it comes to, I, I'm a I'm a weird person because facts. It, 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 Dude, yeah. We're all <laughs> right. So, like, religion and politics are the two things you're not supposed to talk about it. But I look at them both almost objectively. Where, like I've said a million times, anybody with .gov, I ain't trying to trust you. And then when it comes to religion, like. I'm not saying that these things aren't real. I just don't know that they're what we have been taught that to perceive them as. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah, we call it heaven, but does that necessarily mean that it is heaven? No. It could be Asgard for all I know. I don't I don't have a clue, but I just don't like the labels that we've been given like Jesus has to look like what Jesus has always looked. Well, how do I know that that's what he looks like? How do I know he's not, he's not an alien, an alien or a whatever, whatever. A, that's what I'm saying. A damn purple hot dog in the sky. I don't know. You don't know. I think the the importance of it is more or less that you believe in in something. I, that's what I take away then, from it, anyway. Like on the flip side of that, there is the theory of quantum immortality, where our 
souls, for lack of a better, better term, are alive forever. And when you have these near-miss, hair-thin, close calls, on the timeline you're in, it wasn't a near-miss. You were there. You did get T-boned. You died. But at the second that it happens, you are transported into the next timeline over, and your memory, is, your memory is dialed back just enough to where you don't remember dying. Now, to me, that makes perfect sense. And you are, you are forever in these loops of getting okay. closer and closer to death, but you never die. So, but what happens when you really do die? Who's to say we do? Exactly. Who's to say that we do actually die? I hate, I hate talking about time because it, it is so hard to comprehend sometimes. We, we have been ingrained that, like I said, time is just this linear, yeah, this linear motion. Sure. You are born, you grow old, you die. Trees are planted, they sprout, they grow big, yeah. they die. Right. And, and like we, you were we saying earlier, that's fucking true. Like it totally, it totally made sense to me whenever you you said it earlier. Like. Like we equate everything to time, and then I sat there for a second. I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like we legitimately we do. do. Like, yeah. how long does it take to cook this? Uh, yeah, how long does it work? Your yeah, birthday? Yes, your kids, like everything. everything. Every, our whole existence is on the construct of time. It legitimately is, and it's so it, like time just melts my brain into a million pieces. It's almost it like really you could does. open up a whole a whole new way to comprehend your existence if you step outside of the fact that everybody has programmed you to think that time is linear. Yeah. Well, to us, the way that our society is based off of it, 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 it all is linear. It's all based off of the sun, basically. Oh, yeah. Like and night there's and day, night and day, night and day. And there's clocks everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. there's clocks. You carry one in your pocket. There's one in the center of fucking Times Square. Like everywhere, time is just pushed down your throat, pushed down your throat. I wonder how peaceful you'd be if you could remove all that that's why i just get rid of the construct of time. there are some workplaces that don't have clocks because people spend so much time looking at it looking at the clock i believe that i saw this meme the other day and it said what if earth is another place as hell oh i've seen that one too i'm like damn there's a trip man damn (laughs) yeah Yeah, i listen to i listen to tripley a lot and he believes that where we are he he believes in the realm that is his realm. Well, that's what he calls it anyways. And he was saying he believes that where we're at is the highest level of hell and the lowest level of heaven. That's where earth is. That's where we are right now. It makes sense. But he, he's a, he's a weird one. Like he also, I think he also believes in like more or less reincarnate reincarnation. I don't know. Like, well, I don't know. In a certain, in a certain way, when we're, when we're talking about time and, you know, slipping out of their dimensions when you pass away, I could see where someone can construe that to being, you know, reincarnation. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. 100%. And it does. I mean, it makes you like the, the quantum immortality theory makes you think like maybe those close calls weren't close calls. It really maybe does, especially, just... especially like because there have been a couple that I that's why I bring this up, because there have been a couple that have happened to me of late just at work and what have you, where I'm like, all logic says that I should have got hit right now. It's like you, I had, I just had a weird feeling like, why did I not get fucking hit right now? I should have gotten hit. One thing that stands out in my brain, it always stands out in my brain because it has to do with my kids. One day me and the boys were up just traipsing through the woods, just 
being destructive a-holes basically and we were pushing over big dead trees because they were just getting a kick out of it ever it was my oldest boy was young he was probably i don't know eight or nine and i come across this big dead tree it's got all these vines like strung through it and i'm pushing on this fucking thing trying to get it to fall over and i hear it break and it doesn't fall and then it, like a couple seconds later it f- it tips over but what i didn't know is the whole top of this huge ass tree had broke off when i was pushing it and it was caught up in the vines and when the bottom gave way the whole top of that tree fell down and missed me and everett by probably six inches oh my just just like and and he was closer to it than i was and i was like holy shit i almost killed my kid you know right and then i come back to this and i'm like damn what if what if it got us both and just flipped us into the next timeline (sighs) you know crazy it was i don't know time's weird man it is weird Yep, it sure is. <laughs> we definitely, <laughs> definitely took off on a tangent there. Do you have uh, dude, any other stories you'd like to share with us, dude? But that's a that's that's the dude. I don't know. You guys probably hear this stuff a lot, but like that's the thing that I appreciate the most about this is that it's not so structured. Like it's just because if you look at the like the world and everything that that you guys talk about and everyone who listens kind of you know thinks about you know periodically or whatever. <laughs> All of this stuff is going on in our little spot in this universe. All of this stuff is going on. Like, it, it seems like so much of it contradicts itself, where it's like you know, the majority of us were, you know, raised to believe in God or a God. But then you start thinking about all the weird shit that we see and we experience, like deja vu, time slips, 20 and back, the Wendigo, Bigfoot poltergeist this is all fucking going on in our little universe like what in the fuck is going on i feel like the biggest the biggest discredit you can do to yourself as a human being is become complacent enough to think you know what's going on yeah think think you're in tune with everything in this world because you're not no no and and i know it's a comfort blanket to sit there and be like you know and just just block everything out essentially just get up go to work you know pay your bills go home go to bed raise your family blah 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 and just keep a blind eye to all this weird shit that's going on but i just i don't know i feel like it's just you're just discrediting yourself not opening your mind to all these other possibilities and all this other shit that's going on right now right and like i was and forever not right now i've said forever that's why i like the paranormal so much is because i feel like for everybody interested in the paranormal, even if you're just remotely interested and you you listen to our podcast on the occasion, I, f- I almost feel, I know it's kind of uh, a little overzealous here, but I kind of feel like a modern day explorer. Because if you look back in, in history, I guarantee you that the dude who was telling his buddy, dude, I'm going to make this this little bulb that you could plug it in and it's going to shine light all the time and you can turn it on and off. I guarantee his buddies go, you're, you're fucking crazy. There's no way that that that's ever going to be real. You're insane. Or you look back and and just from watching the show Vikings, Ragnar says, I'm going to go sail West. And everybody's like, no, you're not because there's nothing to the West. And guess what? There was, he took a chance. Like that's, that's all. Being a modern day explorer is you're looking into things and it happens all the time, whether people want to admit or not, but 
they're, they're naysayers out there, but there's somebody who's so committed to an idea. Like Elon Musk, for example, who's so committed to an idea and then he figures out how to do it. And then everybody goes, Oh shit. I guess it was real. <laughs> he just shot a car to Mars or the, the giant squid per se right there. That's another great example is that everybody said, you know, the giant squid is a cryptid. It's not real. It's, it's this, that, and the other. And then guess what? They took pictures of it. It's real. hundred percent real. And then it's also kind of funny. I talked about this on Instagram the other day on a live. And, uh, I've noticed when it comes to the paranormal, when it comes to this whole shebang, the past two years for me and Steve have just been interesting as hell. And it's kind of funny because Steve is, Steve's always like my voice of reason. And we we're kind of each other's voice of reason on certain things. But he's more more of my voice reason because I get captivated so much. But it has been interesting to watch his brain and the way he views things very much align with mine over time. How he's kind of like, fuck, dude, maybe maybe this government shit is really fucked up. And I'm like, I told you, fam. Because <laughs> Steve's always been the cryptid dude. Like, that's where he's always been pulled. And I've always been kind of pulled into the alien conspiracy side of things. And now our worlds are colliding because we're both doing this together. And because he'll... And he'll dug through 600 pages of the finders and now I don't trust anyone on the planet. <laughs> yeah, man. That... I don't know. Like, it's kind of like you're saying, like, Anything with .gov, you can kiss my ass. That's where I'm at, bro. That's where I'm at. Fucking word you're saying. That's where I'm at. They all have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can argue it all with me all day till you're blue in the face. But they all have agendas they're not telling you about. I don't give a fuck what echelon you are. You're holding cards that I'm not. End of story. Like that's where it's at. That's facts. Yeah, I don't know. It's. It's it's a weird world that we're living in, man. Bro, truer words never spoken. It's weird, bro. Weird, man. It has been. Sometimes like, that's all you can say. Like that's that yeah. just encompasses everything you're feeling. You're just like, man, it's fucking weird out there. I don't know how many times me and Steve have sat here and gone, this this can't even be real life anymore. It can't be. There's no, no way. It, it feels like we're in the twilight zone. It really does. It's like we're living in the twilight zone. It's insane. Every, the shit that is, is going on right now. It is insane. Everything is well, it's kind of like, you know how you were talking earlier about how people kind of want to stick their heads in the, in the sand, so to say, on, you know, paranormal stuff or aliens or whatever. And it's kind of like slowly they're kind of starting to come around to it. I've seen, and I don't mean this to be offensive to anyone who is whatever your belief system is or Christian or whatever. But I've noticed a lot with people, people who put their, their, their whole belief system in the Bible, or um, I'm sure you guys are running into it too, where you have people who believe that the government can't do any wrong. You know, they're always right kind of a thing. But it's like when you sit back and you really look at things with open eyes and you don't you don't take everything that they're feeding you you ask questions about everything once you start asking questions that's when you become dangerous because you're not following along with the program yeah and that you've been everything that they've been force feeding us for fucking years 100 percent. and it's not like i it's not like i think everyone in the government's bad but it's like hey you, you know 
you guys are getting away with some nefarious shit. Like the, the, the lids kind of getting popped off on all this, all the missing people and the missing kids, you know, part of it's with politis, but you know, a lot of these missing kids that that's going on all these human trafficking, you would think though, you know, I'm a parent, you guys are both parents. And it's like, if something happened to our kids, man, I would be burning cities to the ground. I was just going to say that I'd be yeah. burning the world <laughs> without question. Like, you, 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 you ever seen that movie man on fire? Oh yeah. Denzel? Or the Punisher, man, I'd yeah. be like that, but on steroids, no one would be safe. Yeah, and that's that's another great thing that like being in the world that we're in, because we're we're friends with a lot of fucking weirdos who have a lot of uh, weird resources, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm with you, man. Uh, I'm I have I'm of the mentality. I'm a I'm a fact of the matter person. I am loyal to a, a fault, and it, I'm so like the way I've always described it is like if something were to happen to the people that I love and I had, I had a direction to focus all of my anger. Oh yeah. Stay, just stay out of my path. Uh, Don't, don't get caught in my crossfire because my, I'm going to be laser focused on getting to where I want to go and you're going to have to make it like, you're basically just going to have to put me down. When I get to that well, point, at that, at, at that point, you're kind of a threat. Yeah, without yeah, you, know, you have yeah. nothing to lose, and there's nothing more dangerous. But you're taking you're taking my attention away from what I'm going after. So, step out of the way. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like just, just stand off to the side and let me run my path to where I gotta go. I understand you got shit to do too, but please don't make me do bad things. And I, I hope to God that no one I know has to deal with losing a fucking child. That is the worst. That has to be one of the worst things ever. And I I don't know. There's a lot of, like Steve showed me a fucking TikTok that just broke my brain. I hate listening to things involving children. Just because, I don't, not, just not only because I have children, because children are the most innocent, pure thing on the fucking planet. And if you want to argue that, get the fuck out of my house. Uh, but that one you showed me where they those guys were digging through the caves in the desert. Oh, yeah, I found all the shoes. Oh, dude. Talk about what? fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. There, it was a TikTok. They were out. It was somewhere out west. I don't know if it was in Arizona. Yeah, it was or, in the desert somewhere. Yeah, like in this in this abandoned mine. And these dudes have their GoPros on and everything, and they're out exploring this abandoned mine. I don't know if they said they heard something in there or they saw someone go in there or they were maybe looking for a missing kid. But anyway, they went in this, in this mine and as they're going in, they start to see something shimmer in the back of this mine. And they're like, what in the hell is that? So as they get closer and get closer, they see that it is hundreds of pairs of little kids shoes that it almost looked like there was a shaft of this mine that had opened up and there were just pairs upon pairs upon pairs of little kids' shoes that had been tossed down this mine. They said that they thought that they had seen bones as well, but I don't know where it went. They said they called the local authorities wherever the hell they were, and the authorities just blew them off or were completely uninterested in what they had to say. If I dig it up, if I find the TikTok, I'll post it on the, the socials or in the Discord and shit. It's fucked Dude, up. I don't even know if I want that. Like, Dude, it was... There's something about... Some, like, when you, t- when you start off with the shoes thing is like i don't know something about kids man like it freaks me out 
Like it, it scares me. Like the one thing, you know, seeing ghosts and stuff, like I can kind of deal with that. But when it gets to like ghosts and kids and stuff, I'm like, nah, nope, nope, I'm not messing around with that stuff. But then the father side of me is like, I want to go and find it. I want to go find out what's going on. Yeah. And then I'm going to bust some heads. Yeah. 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 I think it, I think especially as parents, like we have that protective, like, you know, I, I would protect Steve's children just like I would protect my own. Like, oh, yeah. It's ingrained in you. Yeah. Like, it's just who we are. And it just, I don't know, like Tony had a really fucked up members episode involving kids. And it just. And like digging ugh. digging through this finder stuff, like I have to stop. Hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have... Crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all. And it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And just put it away. I bet. Because, yeah. like, you feel so bad for the children. And then then there all these people that are supposed to be protecting them are like, nah. You know, like, like their, their parents or the, the people in this cult that are supposed to keep them, they're all turning a blind eye. And then you have the police department who eventually turns a blind eye. And then you have government agencies who turn a blind eye. And it just stacks on stacks on stacks of people that have failed these kids. It's terrible. Yeah, it, it it's horrible. It's like you know, this, my emotion comes out to is like emotions that I feel. It's kind of like the same thing that I see when you know you you hear it like it's probably a bad analogy, but when animals get abused, like that that same pain, that same sympathy, that compassion. That's what I get. I'm like, right. Man. Yeah, it's like, it's I, almost it, like it, you're just like protecting the weak. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's ingrained yeah. in you. Like you're supposed to. 
Like that's that's your your job, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like Kyle said, I would protect his kids the same as I'd protect mine. Yeah, you just it's just that's who good people are. Like you you're supposed to protect, like Steve said, the people who can't or won't protect themselves. Like that's I mean that's just what it's supposed to be. I mean, even in your field, being a first responder, it's kind of the same thing in a nutshell. You know, there's I don't know. It's just um like you said, it's a weird fucking world, man. Yeah, it's weird stuff. Like a, a lot of my weird stuff happened when I was up in Oregon. Um, I'm down in California now, but like um, it was one time I was up at this lake with a girl I was dating at the time, and um, you know, I growing up, you know, especially on the West Coast, like my grandmother, she's passed away now, but she was kind of in, she's. I'm not when I say into weird stuff, I don't mean like she's participant or anything like that, but she, you know, she exposed me to it like, hey, there's Bigfoot kind of a thing, you know. But you kind of grow up with that knowing hearing about Bigfoot and stories and she had seen a UFO. But when I was up in Oregon at this lake, um we were just walking along the shore shoreline, um, looking for a good place to, you know, hang out and the water was low at the time and um Growing up on a farm and hunting and stuff like that, like I'm pretty familiar with tracks. Like I, I can pretty much see what's going on and not be really confused on what I'm seeing. But when I look, she was, I don't know, 50 yards ahead of me or something like that. And I look down and there's this weird footprint. And it kind of, it had like the overall shape and length of it. I could see where someone would be. It looked kind of human esque, but it wasn't. It kind of it had a heel. Um, it was a lot narrower than than ours would be, but at the heel point. But when it expanded out, um, I think it, it's it's apes. They have like that thumb on their foot, right? Yeah. So they have like an appendage like that, right? But this. It had something like that, but the, you know, animals who they're like, if you open up your hand and you press it down on the table and your kind of your fingers will kind of expand out and stuff like that, it, the, the pattern was like that, but it was only three. It had that one, like some like appendage, but then it was three other ones. So it'd be like, you know, cut off your pinky finger. And that's what you're kind of seeing, but they were really splayed out. But the weird thing about this was in the, I really wouldn't have thought too much about this, but here's the weird part about this is that the only thing on the West coast that I know of that has claws would be bears and some kind of cat, like a bobcat um, or a mountain. Bear. Those are the only three that, that I know of. And you know how when felines, when they walk, they're, their claws don't extend out, right? They're always retracted. Yeah. This thing had its claws. It had claws. That's... And I'm not talking like, I'm not talking like kitty cat kind of claws. Like this was a like borderline of like what you would think like a philosopher had. Like they were Jesus. big. And I looked at it and I'm like, what in the fuck is this? And like I'm sitting here and I'm like I'm I like squatted down and like was just looking at it for a while and finally my ex she walked up and she's like, What are you looking at? And I pointed at it and she's like, What the fuck is that? I was like, I don't know. But there were a couple other prints 
And then you would think because it's on the shoreline and it was kind of a, like an adobe based like um, mud, like you could see prints and they would last, but you could see three prints and then all of a sudden they were just gone. It was bizarre, man. Like I had no idea what that was. None. How, how long would you estimate the length of them were? Were they were they like bigger than your foot? No, we're talking like a dollar bill. So they're small. Oh, dude, that's, that's weird. That is fucking weird. You you said yeah. you you saw us make a post on Instagram, right? Say that, that again. Did you say that like you called us tonight because you saw me post something on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, it was just coincidence. Like I was out there. I was smoking and I thought I was checking Instagram, which I hardly ever do. Uh, I was like, oh, did you see? I'll call. Did you see my post from like when was that? September second. See if I can pull it up. Because there's a footprint that somebody sent us from New Zealand that it's got borderline fucking. It's got three toes, so like fits your description. So it's very curious, but this one is like the size of his foot, maybe a smidge bigger. But it, it roughly uh, matches. It should be like on a sidewalk. And you'll did, see a guy's foot. Did the tracks look like it was bipedal? Like it walk like it was walking on two oh. two feet as opposed to four? I would assume so because something that would have claws, you would think that it would have to have another appendage. But I see what you're saying, and no, that thing that you that you have on Instagram that looks like a freaking alien to me. <laughs> it is weird, I dude. Too. I just you said like it narrowed back to the heel and it's got three toes, it, and I was like, like it, it, I was like, wait thought, a minute. I thought that too. I was like, are we connecting some dots narrow, here? Like, it was kind of like triangular, more triangular. Like there was actually, it almost seemed like there was a point. Okay. Like maybe there's another claw. I got. Dude, I just you know I, how it is when you have like an old phone that's like ten years old. I have the picture, so I'll find it. Okay, I'll, fuck I'll yeah, send them to us. It almost makes me think. It makes me think of how werewolves are portrayed and how they walk, where their feet are bigger, but they just walk on their toe pads. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. They're walking. Like that's the only it, thing you that, know, and it could be man. The only <laughs> thing that sits into my mind, like I don't know, Oregon's weird, man. It is a weird, <laughs> weird spot. It is. Dude, that that place is that that place is a trip. It's cool though. It's 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 beautiful. I hope to get up I that bet. way someday. Like every, I've never been that, to the West Coast. Like the Rockies are as far oh. as I've ever been. And if I dude, go up there, I want to hit the Pacific Northwest because it's just dude. I don't know. It's just weird. Gotta come. And you don't even have to worry about flying or going on a boat. There's gonna be no giant squids on the way over. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I plan on driving out there, dude. I want to go out there bad. I want to go west so bad. Oh, dude, it's it's cool. I mean, I went out. There's a lot. There's a lot of cool stuff to see out here. I bet, man. I've been I've been like pretty much everywhere up to the Rockies. Like we went out and saw Devil's Tower, and that was fucking awesome. That is a powerful place. I don't know what's going on there. Where's that at? In is it Wyoming, I think? But oh. it is, yeah, somewhere out there. I don't remember. I I just don't know that Some, I want to go Someone that will way. tell me in the messages, I'm sure. Yeah. And the one thing that I'm more and more is like anything to do with like the Native Americans. Like I'm like I'm part of it, part like a 64th or something like that. So I don't even claim it, but it's like anything to do with like the Native Americans. Like there's something going on there for sure. 
not in a bad way, but like they, they, I think they were so in touch with the earth and the planet. Like we can't even really comprehend it. hundred percent. Oh yeah. hundred percent. They were like, when it comes to like you're saying, be like of the civilizations that we currently know about, I feel like the natives and not just from America, but from across the planet, they were so far in tune with everything going on, we couldn't even. I don't even think we could imagine. And I feel like so any many of it, so many questions would be answered if you took their uh, legends and folklore, for last of, lack of a better term, and stop looking at them as legends and folklore, and take them with the grain of like, I, I don't want to say truth, but for lack of a better term, like take them as legit and start start pursuing those avenues i feel like we'd have so many more answers about things that we don't know anything about well it, it's kind of like if you just get rid of like the western ignorance oh yeah if you really get rid of that then you just look at it like hey this is what it is like if we were to take things just hey this is what it is then when you would just as easily as you would believe a book that was written two thousand years ago about you know, Jesus, which I think is a hybrid alien. But if you were to go think, if you put all of your faith and your belief into that, then if you just put that same effort into thinking about, you know, everything that other people are talking about, some of them are hoaxes. I, I get that part of it, but it's like, I heard a, I heard it said that the natives didn't have a word for a lie their language because it didn't lies didn't exist i think i've heard that before so, too that is awesome yeah so it's like who are you know who are we to just to think to that our our version of things is the end all be all to everything you know yep. oh I, yeah and i mean we also have taken account that like you were just saying with the word lie like they don't have this or they didn't back then have the same style of communication that we do now. So things might get lost in translation. They, they were using to their best ability to describe what they were seeing, you know? So that, I think that's why a lot of times people look at it as folklore. And then some of it is extraordinary, right? You're talking about, uh, warriors with dog heads and this types of shit. It is extraordinary, but it doesn't I, I mean just, it's not true. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Like, like I, I just was, feel like, and they've been, they've been in so many more places in, we'll just say North America than what modern day people have been. Right. And they lived in the woods. They lived with all of it. Whereas we, the Westerners like to just mow it all fucking down and pour concrete everywhere. Like I was looking, yeah. I was looking into, uh, disappearances. I think it was in the Bridgewater triangle somewhere up in the, in the, uh, Northeast, but where a lot of people have gone missing. And something that kept getting brought up in these forums were that there was a Native American legend that the rocks on this one specific mountain so awesome. opened up and swallowed people and they were never seen again. I, know, I remember you which, telling me that. Which tells me a lot of different things. One, that people were going missing on this mountain hundreds of years before anybody started putting this shit <laughs> That's together. That's a valid point. And it was a big enough concern for them to put this out there to everybody else. Like, hey, stay the fuck off of this mountain because the rocks will eat you. You know, like it's 
there there that, has to be some some fire where there's smoke. Right. That sound that sounds a lot like the Lumineers. Have you ever heard of the Lumineers? Um, I've heard of the name. Yeah. Okay, so if you look if you look up near Mount Shasta in California, it's up in Northern California, um, near kind of Redding and stuff like that. But there's a I haven't really heard dove into it, but apparently there's this group of people or mythical beings, whatever you want to call it. They're called the Lumineers, and they live in the mountain of Mount Shasta. And people go dis- that's where a bunch of people go missing too. Well, and how but many that, times? Do with rocks and stuff. How many but times of- with Sorry, the native? No, uh, how many times with the natives have we heard that mountains have mystical properties like portals? That's all. That's all over, and even in the Mayans and and the indigenous tribes of like South America and shit, you hear about portals being in fucking mountains. So it, it all like what you're saying, what Steve's saying, and what I'm saying. They're all, and just because <laughs> just because they're describing it as this rock is fucking eating something, it doesn't mean that it's not a portal or it's not this or. Yeah, it's all it's, it's, in the it's same the way that they perceived it exactly, you know I mean? exactly. And how how many ancient cultures build monuments that mimic mountains, pyramids? <laughs> That's a good point. Egyptians, uh, the 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 Middle East, uh, the Mayans did it too. They yeah. built the pyramid. Yeah, Cahokia I mean, Mount. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, Steve, Steve, weren't you saying that the Indians had warriors with dog heads? Is that what you were saying? Did I hear you right? Uh, I, Kyle said that. I said that earlier. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, that goes back to kind of like the Egyptians. You know, had the Egyptians had, you know. Oh, that's a good point, too. <laughs> Dude, it's like yeah. the, stories, the stories are all kind of the same. Maybe they the are. timeline's a little bit different, but they're all seeing the same shit. Well, and how, like, how mind-numbing it, is it if you if you even taking that concept and expanding a little bit, how mind-numbing is it is that these indigenous cultures across the planet, the Mayans, the, the Egyptians – Aztecs, the Incas, the- all of them, and they all built the same. They they like look slightly different, but they all built the the same style structures. They all have, like you were saying, this this. They have the same story with their own narratives to it, right? But it's all like if you if you strip out the the fanatics of it, and you look at it for what it is, like you were saying, it's the same fucking story. But these people to our knowledge, weren't able to communicate with each other. They were across the fucking planet. Yeah, some some of them are thousands of years apart. Yes. Thousands of miles apart. And it's it's essentially essentially their cultures are are similar. You know, yeah. like they're, they're walking down the same paths, yes. the same road, but on different paths. Well, yeah, and it's kind of like, you know, the other cultures in all different continents, they're all they're how is it that they're all drawn the same kind of UFOs? Yep. Yep. Valid and then point. how did that? How is it that the Bible even talks about what is it? A wheel on fire? They mentioned in the Bible. Yep. yep. Wheel. So the Bible's talking about it. Then you have the Egyptians that have pictures of them too. It's like these man. These things have been around for since we've been here. Fuck yes. Like, Absolutely. It's like, this, like this is like their ant farm. I'm at the point now where it's like it probably is. Of- <laughs> We're some failing science experiments. <laughs> And they just decided they're like, man, fuck them. <laughs> just let them. They'll take care of themselves. Just let <laughs> oh them yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. You know, and it's know, what a trip. Oh, dude. And then there's there's so many. I don't know. Like, like when you and the archaeology of things is hyper fascinating as well. Like you're like imagine like stumbling on 
like if you we were just out exploring one day and you stumble across some hier- hieroglyphics and then you started noticing these UFOs built into them, like I don't know, it'd be fucking, it'd be fascinating, it'd be so much fun. You'd have so many government boys knocking down your door. Mm-hmm. I mean, like carve that Quick. UFO out of that. Talk about it. Quick. Carve that UFO out. Yeah, of right. That. I'd be so excited. I'd be posting that shit everywhere. Oh yeah, and then the next day you'd be like, "Oh man, somebody came up there and just graffitied all over that UFO." I don't know what happened. <laughs> or the, it's a giant boulder now. It's just gone. Yeah. The government just swooped in with helicopters and, and took, took it. it away. Oh, well, that's the, that's just the way the government works. You know, they try and just discredit everything. That and the, uh, the Vatican's just as bad. Oh, dude, the Vatican's its own little country, man. I know that's bizarre. I would love to know what's. In the, in the Vatican. Vatican Library. But I've also yeah. heard another thing that is fucking weird. I, I need to look into it a little bit more. I heard that the Vatican owns... The world? No, I think it's... What mm. What were you saying? Is it the Strange Mountains or something like that out west? Fuck, I can't think of the mountain name. Son of a bitch. But people go missing there. I think it had something to do with the gold story we talked about once before. Superstition? That might be it, but I heard that the Vatican. I know it's it's one of the mountain ranges out west. I heard the Vatican owns owns it. I think I've heard that too. Now that you mention it, but I can't remember where the fuck I. Heard I need that to look from. into it because I could be spewing a bunch <sighs> of shit. No, that wouldn't be shocking. I'd be more shocked yeah, it, if it's it, not you know, true. This time in life, like I, I, I'll, I'll believe just about anything. Everything's so fucking upside down. It That's just, where we're like, at. I said it before. Like, like, like this guy's. Who cares? If Kyle's head cracks open right now and a UFO flies out, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty much part of the course of my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, like Steve will throw these fucking crazy-ass theories at me and stuff, and I'm, I'll am i just go, that's really not that far-fetched anymore. <laughs> like, why not, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I could see it working. I totally could. I could see it working. I play it out in my head right now. Yep, that's how I'd do it. All right, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> It's, it, it's so in the 21st century and this is what's fun for me like i know that we're just a couple of dudes talking shit but it is so fun to think outside the the proverbial box like here's the box that we're told we're supposed to live in and then the people in our group here we're all like, yeah, that box is pretty fucking boring. We're yeah. going to go over here time, and time look is at not this. linear, dog. Like, it's not. so fun to to do to do what we're doing, and then I, we get I think to, it's like, awesome. We get to hang out with like minded people, like you, for example, and we can just sit here, like we sit here and talk. We just shot the shit the last hour, and it's yeah, it's awesome. It is awesome. I mean, just, good conversation. Well, it's like hanging out with my buddies. Yep. You know? you know, you guys, you know, you guys need to do is do like some, if you guys can carve it out, do like some like marathon where you get like a bunch of people calling in, <laughs> and shit like that. It and would be awesome. Just, just have like a list of like a hundred different random, random ass topics, and be like, hey, okay, well, what, what do you think about this one? What do you think about that one, dude? That'd be the shit. That would be, that would be dope. Be <laughs> I, like I would be Halloween more interested episode. in having like the same style setup, but like letting the like you tell us what you think, dude. You bring the smoke to us. You tell us what you <laughs> got going on. The, the one that, the one that's really tripping me out right now is what we were talking about before we started recording was how the you know, the whole Jesus is an alien or a hybrid. Kind oh, of dude, I totally, I could totally see it. And like you're saying with the Virgin Mary, <laughs> like, like the, how many, them. how many it's stories do you hear about, uh, people being taken and 
uh, impregnated, or you'll have guys. He had the one guy who painted it, but I guess he was saying that he used to have to have sex with them, or they would uh, draw semen from him and then impregnate other aliens and this, that, and the other. It's not the first time I've heard these theories at all. There's a dude apparently 15 minutes away from us that thinks he has alien human hybrid children. We need to get that dude on. The I show. know. Yeah, I you know. you need to go knock on his door. That would be awesome. <laughs> Why do the aliens always have to be such pervs? Like we couldn't get I don't the know. we couldn't well, get the, the dope ones that like gave us like all this cool technology and shit. Well, Except, well the they, government's probably hoarding it, but yeah. Instead of giving it to like me and Kyle, we get pregnant. <laughs> you kind of think that that they couldn't replicate our DNA for whatever reason because they're having to come back and continuously Dude, grab, I, grab. I heard That's the cool worst point. fucking theory ever that made me just not want to live on this planet anymore. They were talking about why aliens continue to choose Earth. And they're like, it's not for it's not for any mineral resources. It's not for water. It's not for anything like that because those can all be found in all the reaches of the universe. So far, as, as far as we know, the only fucking theory thing that is specific to earth that they could be interested is and is is yeah is is life is dna that's specifically human dna that suck yeah that that did i i don't want to be food no <laughs> or an experiment no but i mean if we get into if we can do a thing where you have to eat me you can I'm just right, where i have to eat you yeah I don't want to eat you. I didn't say you want to, but if you have to. I'll just starve. There's one thing I hate about the Midwest. It's all the fucking cannibals. I'm not. Dude, you said that before. I, I've never heard of cannibals out there. So what's the deal? <laughs> oh, all. <laughs> there, it's just, a, I don't know. It's a Midwest thing. Like, there's a whole big case going on a couple hours over in Missouri where these, <clears throat> these two dudes kidnapped this gal, had her locked in a cage. Um, they ended up killing her. And dismembering her, they there's rumors that cool. they found her in a freezer. It's uh, not cool. Like in, well, in just like cut stuff of her in what? meat in meat packing packaging with uh, labels. Oh, and That's gross. It's I don't know. It's a thing. Like if you if you search it up, where was it? Union, Missouri, or somewhere. I think I remember just, hearing just, about just that. Just Google Missouri cannibals yeah, and it, it'll pop up. It's it's I expect something like that from Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Mid the Midwest is wild, man. <laughs> there are definitely some weirdos around. Definitely some fucking weirdos. It's cannibalism's messed up. <laughs> True truer words have never been spoken, God. <laughs> cannibalism is messed up. <laughs> it just is. I saw a picture that fucked me up. I don't know if it was real or not, but it was just, I can't even remember the guy's name. But he was taking pictures of this indigenous tribe, and they're all smiling and shit. Oh with yeah, him, and then they was fucking it, ate was him. It Rockefeller? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, and he just disappeared. Yeah, they're like he's this all hanging a- out, like hanging out with his homies, and they're just like, "This is lunch, dog. Yeah, you are lunch. Like this, terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Oh man, what is the world we live in? It is true. All the damn cannibals." But anyway, we'll probably wrap her up. Yeah. Just want to tell you, you guys are doing a hell of a job, man. 
I appreciate you, dude. Yeah, dude. This has been this has been fucking fun. It's stuff like this that makes it all worthwhile. Getting to hang out with people that we never, ever, ever would have got to meet. Yeah. And now, like, I I just feel like you're you know you're a buddy. Yeah. Just and it's cool how how seamless these every phone call that we've taken, they've all gone this seamless. Just like, just nice and easy. You You know, I think one of the coolest things too about it is like talking about so many different topics it's like no one is like pigeonholed into one way of thinking yeah oh for sure for sure yep and that was that was kind of like how our minds were when we created hollow sky is that we wanted a name that had no ties because like i said steve's always been more of a cryptid guy i've always been more of a conspiracy alien dude and i hate fucking labels to begin with but i want to be able to talk about everything weird everything you know, anything, because Steve has brought even, I'm not a true crime fan because it just fucking irks me out, but there's been a couple that he's brought to the table where you're like, dude, there's some weird elements to this where I, I feel like, yeah, we are justified in covering this because this is bizarre. So it's just. Have you guys ever, have you guys ever like touched on a subject or were going to touch on a subject that you kind of thought was going to get you guys in some trouble fuck like, yeah besides the whole besides the whole COVID thing besides that um, anything else that you maybe you might have some alphabet soups I, i'm not I, i'll around. be cl- well when it comes to the COVID thing we're not afraid to talk about it it's just that it's just so like steve has said it's so fucking nuclear with people yeah yeah with, you immediately alienate half of your listener base yeah, is what and, it boils down to and that's and i'm with steve it's not I'm even like so tired of hearing about it it's yeah. so fucking old like just let's move past this already <laughs> um there's been but <clears throat> moving back to your question there i feel like there has been a couple of conspiracy-esque things that kyle brought up i'm like man are we going to be on some kind of list for talking about this? Fuck yeah. Well, look at the finders. Yeah, the finders, you hear a lot of people get their YouTube videos shut down and all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're already Still, getting even, people saying be even careful. Even 30 years later, people are getting shit shut yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, Egress was one. I was I, I was, I, I'm still curious about Egress. Egress was weird. Um, I think Egress had government ties. Personally, I do. I just wish that they were. Call us back, man. It could, but it also could have just been some computer genius that's got some kind of supercomputer that can listen in on everything, and he was just playing some kind of a game because he was bored. Be. Yep. yep, I'm not ruling that, anything that theory out. Was that theory was definitely thrown at us? AI and all yep. kinds of shit. Yeah, like, I'm not. I'm not ruling anything out. It's just my gut says there there is some type of. I think they're bigger than we think the, yeah. we ever thought they were. And if I mean if it did come come about to be some stupid ARG or some shit, kudos to them. I will promote oh, yeah. your ARG to the end of the planet because you have me hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's how we look at it, just about everything. Some of the weird projects Kyle had brought up that we talked about, uh, Project Mannequin. Um, what else? Well, and there's been people who've reached out. There was the there's been a lady who says she's living Project Mannequin. Um. You have the the two emails that we constantly talk about the the monsters are real and the dude from yeah the chasing predator. tech in South America. Those could bring heat in in a, in a roundabout way. At this point, though, there's really not too much I think we're we're too afraid of to go after currently. 
Oh, I'm waiting yeah. for that. I'm waiting for that next. Like you, me and Kyle were talking about when we were bringing the computers and shit in here. We're just waiting for the next big ass weird thing to happen. Like Egr- we want to chase our, something again. Egress was our like holy grail, and then it fell off, and you just like. I don't- this this finder's thing, man. This this thing's kind of like the more I think about it, and for, like when we were talking about it earlier before the recording, we we're talking about how just how kind of sketchy the whole thing was. How it's still redacted. It's like this one kind of makes me uncomfortable. Not in the sense that like I don't want to hear it, but oh yeah, because, because it because it we don't because no one really knows how far this thing you know spreads, and it's still. I would imagine some elements of it are still active because of all these missing kids. So and it's like, you guys might want to just put a lid on this one. Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's too late now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. my, my feelings on it are if, if there was nothing, if there was nothing found, if nothing, if none of these, um, if none of the shit that was brought forward had any smoke behind it, if the CIA wasn't involved, why in the fuck is all this shit still redacted? If you have nothing to hide, why are you hiding? Because they still have a lot to hide. I feel like it clearly implicates that the government has a hand in this. And then B, a lot of times they keep shit redacted is because people are still fucking alive that can be persecuted for it. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it makes me highly sus when, not to get on the subject, but when Pfizer says, we're not going to release anything for 55 years. Where you have, yeah, that just came. Uh, up. what was it? I think Biden, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Biden supposed to release the JFK documents? And then the CIA goes, "Yeah, we're not. We're going to go ahead and extend this out more, where <laughs> because it 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 may implicate that there are still people alive that could be punished for what happened." Well, that's that's why JFK got shot because they're going to disband the CIA, and dog. everybody knows. It was a fucking conspiracy with JFK. Everybody knows it. That was the biggest fuck around and find out that there has ever been. Dude, Joe Rogan still talks about it. He's like, I want to know. Because I think I think that's where I heard it. Was Joe was saying Biden was supposed to fucking release the JFK documents, and then it got pushed off again. Yeah, because the last president that was going to push the CIA got his brains blown out on live television. Yep, and Joe's like... He has a picture of the bullet that supposedly got recovered from JFK, and he's like, "This didn't go through anything. It's a perfect bullet." <laughs> he's like, "You gotta love the, you gotta love the magic bullet theory." Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's cool when you hear guys like Joe Rogan talk about it because you're just like, "Hey, your thought your thought process isn't that far That's, off of mine." I mean, whether whether you believe that he he was killed and all that was legit. That whole ops of that day in Texas was, it doesn't, it was, it was the powers that be saying, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are, you are going to do what we tell you you're going to do. And that's terrifying. Or this is what's going to happen. You could have all the security in the fucking world. You could have all the eyes on you in the fucking world. We do not give a shit. We will end it. That is terrifying. Doorknob ritual. I mean, that's another one that's supposedly in the, uh, I guess back channels is a way of coming out and saying, "Hey, don't fuck with us because we'll end you." Yeah, I feel like that's what happened. That's what happened with Epstein. Yeah, oh, Epstein yeah. was getting to the I point. That- Epstein was getting to the point to where he had so many people in his back pocket. 
like oh, like yeah. all those weird those weird paintings and shit. Like he had fucking uh, mm-hmm. Bush playing with the the Jenga towers and that shit, and then he had Clinton in the dress and all that weird shit. Those were just big fu's. Like like I have so much dirt on everyone on all sides that you guys can't touch me. And then they're like, hey, guess what? You're on suicide watch, guard watch, camera watch, and we still got you. Yeah. And nothing ever came of it. Yeah. And it's just and the thing the thing about it is is like with that whole situation, it's like they're not even trying to hide it. No. Like the, no. no. Any rational person any rational person is gonna be like, This is the biggest load of shit I ever saw. But this guy's got so much dirt on everyone and just randomly his camera is the only one that goes off and he winds up hanging himself. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. But guess what? They don't have to hide it. Everybody already forgot about it because they dropped COVID. They yeah. dropped and, and, this and, news and that news. And then everybody goes, well, who gives a shit? And you don't. They uh, said UFOs are real. How about that? And dude, I was, that, was the, that was the thing that tripped me out about this when they were when they were just cutting loose with COVID when it was first starting. Then they came out and said, hey, we have, you know, we've captured or whatever, however, whatever the term was. Yeah. Interdimensional or, or other earthly yeah. vehicles. Off-world what the fuck vehicles. are you talking about? Bro, and, and the the thing, the craziest fucking thing in the world is they have us so divided right now that they could tell us whatever the fuck they want. It could be 100% true. They could come out and say, God is real and we have proof. And if, if Biden were the one to break it, half of the people would automatically assume it was a lie. Right off the rip. Oh yeah. If Trump, other, if Trump would have broke it, fault. yeah. If Trump would have broke it, half of the people right off the rip would say it was a lie. Oh yeah. We're at a point in our society now where we can't believe anything because we've been programmed to one side or the other. Yep. They well, played. About it, if, they played to if it. If you think about it from like a from like a um, like an authoritarian standpoint, this is exactly where you would want society. Oh, oh yeah. Don't, yeah. You don't. You don't want them all together. No. Then, then you got problems. You don't have to be an enemy when they're their own enemy. Yeah. And then I think we talked about it, which was terrifying, but like listening to Joe play the clip of that Russian who was just like, this was, t- this was released fucking in the eighties or whatever it was. And he's like, yeah, when it comes to destroying a country like America, they, that's a, you don't do that overnight. You do, you do that over, years and years and he's like he basically says what's happening right now in america he's like you use uh social justice warriors you and this was in the 80s he's using these terms and he's like you do this and media you you separate you let them all implode on each other and then when you flip it when you're able to overcome that then that little class you took 20 years to nourish and, and grow to help rip apart the country then you get rid of all of them because they're always going to be who they are. So you get rid of them because they already accomplished the mission. And then you reeducate the new ones coming in. Well, the new ones coming in would be the kids. Right. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, and this was like, this video was released in like the eighties. Are you talking about Yuri Beznov? I think so. Yeah. Is that old KGB guy, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Defected KGB guy. Yeah. Yeah, and it's—I only got to listen to a little bit of it on Joe, but I'm like, holy shit! Like everything he's describing is legitimately playing out today. We're because it's because we're predictable. Well, we, we fall yeah. into the same, the same traps and tropes every single time. Yeah, and I—I I truly think that the world powers 
everybody in the upper. I think they're all on the same. I think it's all the same team. Oh yeah, there's a handful, of probably a hundred people on this planet. Yeah. that run everything. I 100 percent believe that, and I think I never know the names. No, and I think that they like like America and Russia. We'll just use that as an example. They're 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 friends more or less, but they they front like, you know what, America's in a little bit of debt here, Russia. You want to just like stage a war, and we can make a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah, like like the like the, I feel like that is the dudes pulling the puppet strings. Yeah, they're all friends. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. They're all friends, and like it just they have fronts to do. They keep us all where we need because we're all sheep that need to be corralled. Because if not, like you were saying. If like if all of America, all of the c- civilians came together, <coughs> excuse me, the government's not stopping us. They're not unless they start unless they no. start that's, dropping that's, bombs on us. That's like ridiculous. You, that's when you become a threat. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to stop us. Well, no, it's kind of like you know with a lot of these problems that we have with like with I know I'm generalizing this right now, but like. A lot of the problems that I see we have, it's not with the actual citizens of every different country. It's not. No. It's these government, it's these government fuckheads. Yeah. And they're, they want to go and measure who's got the biggest dick. That's what it is. And, and then we just go and we go and fucking kill each other over fucking some bullshit. And it's like, yep. enough's enough already. Like, let's just... If the citizens just all got together and been like, like, hey, you know what? Guess what? It's fucking party time. And... We're gonna fix this shit. It'd be over with, man. That's, I mean, you know? yeah. I don't. I yep. think a lot of the well, pretty much every war we've ever been in, for the most part, has been religion or politics. Yeah, and I mean, aside from us going in and helping the Jewish people out, and like I, I definitely believe in all that shit. But there, there are some weird things that I've heard in regards to World War Two. But I do think it was cool that we tried to help them out. And what have you, but everything else has been oil grab or this or that, and it's all about dude, resources, man. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going and killing somebody I don't know because you started some shit. <laughs> like that's not how this works, yo. Like if you start a fight, you fucking in that fight. You don't send me to go in that fight. I'm sorry. And if you expect me or my children. To go over here, and then then you know what? Maybe you should be included in the draft. Maybe your children should be included in the draft. Don't fucking use mine, because that's not how this game's gonna play. I'm sorry. If we're if we're all on the team and we're all playing by the rules, then that means you have to do it too. Well, yeah, go and tell go and tell all Congress and Senate and stuff like that that they got to get the vaccine too. But yeah. they're fucking yeah, they don't have to. Bricks. It, you know, it, the weird thing about that whole thing over there in Afghanistan to me was like, it's like we knew that the bombers from, you know, you know, the Twin Towers and stuff like that, they weren't from Afghanistan. They're Saudis. Right. And it's like, what are we doing over there? Like, there was a big thing about the poppy fields. But then the big theory that I heard and I could perceive was that it was the minerals for batteries. It was like lithium. Yeah. Now so China's got it. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, it's like, what the fuck were we over there for? Like, really? What in the fuck? And the Middle East is such a mysterious place anyways, because I've, I've heard, dude, I've heard theories on 
that these all these all this shit over there in the Middle East is all fucking BS. That they're all looking for these fucking ancient artifacts. Wasn't that what was that what Hitler was doing? Yeah, yeah, for sure, without question. I heard that for the most part, the Vatican's got the majority of them. But I heard that there are still things out there that the powers that be are still fucking looking for, and that's what a lot of this shit is about: finding these fucking artifacts before Joe Schmo does. That's what we need to do, Kyle. Bro, I would. We have to find ourselves an ancient artifact. I, I just want one. If that, like that. Stupid, I just want one. Like that ultra powerful ancient artifact. No, not even that. <laughs> but like that that knife I was showing you earlier. Like if 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 that was real, and I dude, I'm I'm hanging that on our podcast while I'm gonna go look at this bad motherfucker. Yeah, and then they're gonna come here and they're gonna take it. <laughs> no, be, no, it's not happening. I'll fight you. That's my artifact. I found it fair and square. Which might have some of the credence that we're we're not supposed to take artifacts. I know there are a lot of places on the planet where the Vatican's doing pretty good for hoarding all the ancient artifacts. Exactly. You, know? you you go to find something, they're like, "Well, actually, you can't have that, so we're going to have to take that from you." Yeah. And it's like, "Well, wait a minute. I, this is a a rock that I found in the ground. No, Sorry, no, not. not allowed to do it." You're like, "Oh." Okay. Neat. Here's your rock. What a weird world. Dude, it's stupid. I, I'm, I'm taking it. I don't care. I'm hanging it on the podcast wall. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do with it. I don't care. I do. I want to get back into some weird shit, though, man. Same. I want to chase another egress. I want to fucking do something cool. As long as it ain't fake. As long as it's not a fake time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was, that was a giant letdown. 100%. We were so excited about that. Yeah. That, uh, that was a letdown. A but, giant oh, one, bro. You know, you win, you win some and lose some. You guys are earning your stripes here doing the podcasting. <laughs> that is true. At least we did our due diligence. Yeah. Came to a conclusion we didn't want, but we came to a conclusion regardless. That's true. Oh, man. Well, it was fun talking with you, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Great awesome talk. dude yeah it was it was dope i appreciate you uh spending the last two hours hanging out with us yeah, yeah no problem that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty sick it's been awesome dude yeah yeah we'll, we'll probably you wrap it up, up here good work. absolutely we appreciate that a lot and we appreciate you and everything that you do bud um stay safe out there with everything going on man oh yeah and if you have anything else weird in the future you got our number yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Hit us up. All right, guys. Well, you guys have a good night, okay? Take right, care. You too, brother. You as well. Be safe. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.